0: startup
1: uncensored the questions you have with the truths you need to hear now your host michael dincio all right all right guys Uh, welcome to the encore series you know uh mike dincio here with uh next level consultants founder of next level consultants and um you know startup uncensored's been a phenomenal phenomenal resource for all you guys we decided to start uh, start another series inside that season one called the encore series. And, um, you know, Michael here, my, my next guest is, um, someone that I've been listening to and following for a while. Um, and I'm super excited to have uh, him on the show. You know, I talk about this topic, um, all the time with my clients. It's, it's, uh, you can't just do the, the bare bones. You have to, you have to elevate yourself above what everybody else is doing. And, I think this particular episode is going to help you do that. So, um, without further ado, let's just get into it. Uh, startup uncensored style, no BS. Just get right into it. So, Michael Arias uh, with the dental marketer. I probably totally butchered the last name. I practiced it a couple <laughs> times, Michael. But thanks for being on the show, man. Um, no,
0: man. Thank you for having me. It's funny you mentioned like. No BS today. I heard like somebody say like the only BS I want is it's a song beers and sunshine. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> I'm going to say that now, <laughs> but, That's uh, awesome. yeah. yeah, no, I appreciate it. Thank you for having me on.
1: Yeah, no, we, we, uh, we're lucky to have you, dude. So get, for those that don't know you, man, just give it to us. Uh, what do you do? And, 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 you know, what can you provide our followers? Yeah. Give me a, I guess it would be the two minute elevator speech. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, uh, it's going to be the shortest elevator ride guys so i uh, <laughs> i just uh um host of the dental marketer podcast also a co-host of dental drill bits uh with Sandy Pardue and also host of the making of a dental startup podcast so where we document a startup i uh, learned a lot in that startup process but i mainly most people know me if you just google ground marketing I'm, you'll find me i mean i'm the only guy talking about it really so that's what i mainly primarily do That's all I know is help practices with their ground marketing, how to get new patients with ground marketing, because like, I, that's what I had to do. Right. Uh, For the first couple of years, when I first started out in dentistry, that's what the practice owner wanted me to do is like, Hey, you have like four days to get five new patients. Right. Or else like, we're all going to be, you know, they would give me like ultimatums and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I got to hurry up and do it. (laughs) And so (laughs) that's what I couldn't, I didn't have time to like, wait for pressure. Yeah. yeah. And then everybody in the team was like, hurry up, Michael. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to do this. Right. And then, um, yeah, just focused in on on learning the strategies, learning the specific ways to get into like Costco, banks, Wells Fargo, realtors, apartments, all these things. Right. And um, perform. Yeah. And then just bring back new patients. So that's mainly so, what people know me about.
1: Full disclosure, dude. Uh, number one, I'm going to interrupt you. It's what we do on this show. But That's okay. Yeah. You get to you get to interrupt me too. Uh, but number number two is I use ground marketing as like a word now. So can I like having you on the show? Do I need to like sign anything or like? you own it. So do, do I need to, can I sign something to
0: make feel <laughs>
1: better about the, the word ground marketing?
0: <laughs> yeah. Do you really, do you really uh, use it? Oh my God. Uh, um, uh,
1: I, I, well, you know, I started saying, gr- I say grassroots marketing. Mm-hmm. It's kind of another way of saying it, but um, I think yours is way more fancier and sophisticated. So we'll get into it today. What yeah. is ground marketing? But, um, yeah, dude. I thanks for being on the show. Let's get right into it. I, I've learned in the podcast world, and you're much more experienced at it than I am. But uh, if you hold people's attention for five to seven minutes, you're doing okay. And hopefully, they listen to the whole episode. So <laughs> let's get right into it. Ground marketing. So let me define this because, um, as you all know, we've worked our way through the entire process of a startup from vision all the way through to opening day and now you're open so if i'm setting the stage now you're open um, And i think we just finished financial planning and some of the business things that you need to get up and running before you're uh officially open but now you got to get new patients and um, of course we had affordable image on and that was a, tar- a part two episode if you missed that you you absolutely have to listen to those but you know that is setting up the foundation as I call it the website mm-hmm. and um, you know your branding and and starting the SEO and all of that so all of the foundation is now complete mm-hmm. but you're still lacking the new patients. so what can you control other than this weird digital effort that a marketing company like affordable image is doing for you and that and that is going to be our topic today's is- what can you do on a ground level, I suppose, so Michael, how'd I do on the description there? take it take it to the next level, man like how how would you describe ground marketing? Yeah, okay? definitely,
0: yeah, yeah that's good um, I just hundred percent if you're in the startup phase and you um, are gonna be open, we highly recommend like start three months before you're going to be open right? because you want to open your doors and have the schedule like patients coming in, you don't want to open the doors and then start marketing because then you're like, crap. I got a, my free rent is almost up or whatever. Right. Like, and then, you know, construction delays and all these things happen. So, I mean, you really want to open those doors and, and already start seeing people come in. So ground marketing, um, the easy way is like, it's a sophisticated way of guerrilla marketing. What I mean by that is like, a lot of people think you have a gift basket, you go to a business and you're like, Hey, hi, I'm I'm Dr. Bill. Right. And I'm just opening across the street and I want to introduce myself. Here's some treats, blah, 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 right? And then you continue with that. But that's not ground marketing. That's just you dropping off gift baskets, referral pads, and stuff like that. And you're hoping, right? Like, hey, I hope you guys give me a call. And and it, it can work here and there. But um, no, ground marketing is where you actually have like a strategy where you're getting names, numbers, you're getting people, you know, for a fact, you have. Something tangible. You have something like, I just got three people who are interested. Their names and numbers are right here on the practice management software or on my sign up sheet or whatever. And we're going to give them a call or they're coming in today or tomorrow, right? Um, that's what ground marketing is. So it's more you, every single thing, every restaurant you go to, every specific uh, small business corporation, Amazon fulfillment centers or whatever, they all have a specific strategy where you know you're going to go in there, either be a part of their events, lunch and learns, team meetings. I mean, you guys for anybody listening, you'd be so surprised how many hotels like Marriott's Hilton's have team meetings at 8am where they're like, yes, please come on in, set up a small little booth. And you can talk about your in-house membership plan or whatever, because they're, they're housekeeping. A lot of other people, they don't get those full-time benefits and you can be offering that. So there's so much potential out there. Um, and you just got to execute. You just got to go and do it.
1: I, I love that. It's just so everything about what I, what I want my clients to do, I'd say, you know, you got to put the work in doc. Like these are great ideas, but if you don't, if you don't hit the street, it's, it's not going to just happen. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it, you have to do what everybody else is, is not willing to do to get those patients. It's not just putting up a website anymore, um, or putting up a shingle, as they used to say it in this industry, you can't just do that there's no there's no sign that says dent dentist on the sign anymore that used to actually work 20 mm-hmm. years ago 30 maybe even 40 years ago so um so yeah you you just dropped some some fun ones i uh g- give me give me your kind of your favorite your favorite ones like the most output like you just said hotels and banks and one of my favorites is gyms like give me your top three dude like what do you like if you're beside uh planet fitness is that is that a top three year for you like wh- what's your top three
0: yeah like well it depends on the community and where you're at like um if it's like uh for example i'm just gonna say california right you'll have like equinox i would prefer equinox gym over a uh, planet fitness a planet fitness for example is like uh Dude, they're not going A lot of the times, you just have to say, "Look, I just want to hand hand out information." They're not gonna allow you to like do a lot of like. You can't market. You can't hand out your inform. This. You just want to say you want to hand out oral health information, not your business information. When it comes to like Planet Fitness, they're a little bit more strict. But yeah, gyms is one of them. Apartments would be the next one, and then I'd probably really, really niche down into. I either do like an EPA, an existing patient analysis, where you look at your patients that you like. Or maybe you have a patient that came in or a friend that, you know, maybe you're not open yet, but they, they work for, I don't know, like Google. And you're like, man, I would love to get in there and talk to the employees. Mm -hmm. Right. Then you know, you have like a strategy to get in there. Right. So those are the three that I would kind of do. If you don't have an existing patient database and think about it, like where are you going to find the most right patients? So then, yeah, Uh, there's a big pool of people at gyms. There's a big pool of people at apartments, and then you can either do. Uh, I would probably do schools or if you're a pediatric, yeah, schools and daycares. If you're not a pediatric, then maybe like restaurants or, I mean, there's so much, there's so much you can do, right? Just walk outside your practice. Coffee shops are huge. Starbucks are huge. So, yeah.
1: I always talk about influencers at these spots. Okay. So let's say, okay, now we got a school or we do a lot of pediatric coaching at next level. So let's talk about pedos for a second. Mm -hmm. Um, you, You just said it. So schools, daycares, um, so I was talking about, okay, now you've got the, the partner that you want to approach. Um, and like you said, so perfectly dropping the gift basket is, is, is not really a strategy. That's just, that's just like a nice peace offering yeah. at that point though, there has to be a strategy. there has gotta be a strategy of how you're fishing, right? So that just is the peace offering, but it doesn't get you a conversation or it doesn't win you an influencer relationships i talk about influencers find the influencers that touching multiple people inside that organization and maybe invite them into the practice or let them experience your practice so that they can talk or gosh even a referral program if that doesn't feel um uncomfortable for you but okay so you got the location or you got the partner in mind um tell me like what's what's the strategy there that you suggest these, these folks take, because it's not just the gift basket. It's yeah. It's the process after the gift gift basket. Right.
0: Yeah. And honestly, like I would, the less you have the better, right. What, what is that saying where they say like knowledge is when you're adding things. Wisdom is when you start subtracting things. So like literally the less you have to in your startup, you're, you're, you guys are all like for the startups, you're it's scarcity, right? Like, that's the economics in your practice right now. It's scarcity. You're like, oh my gosh, I, I need to go out there. You have the time, you don't have as much of the the budget. Like, I'm gonna spend a ton on marketing. I'm gonna hire thousands of ground marketers to go. Out. No, so like, like Mike, let me, let me ask you, what's the nearest bank near you right now?
1: Oh, um, uh, let's say Chase Bank, right beside Chase
0: Bank. Chase Bank. Okay, so like, it's as simple as this, guys. Like, you walk in, you're just standing there, right, for a little bit looking around mainly the banker in the front or somebody's going to be like "hi how can i help you do you need anything?" and they're going to be like you this is what you're going to say you're going to say "yeah you know what i was just wondering can i have some of your information?" and that's it and then they're going to say "what do you need information for on what what are you looking for?" "oh you know what? i just wanted some of your information maybe like loan processes you see where the dental office right down the street from you guys and i wanted to just have some of your information on hand for our patients" So in case they want to pay for procedures or they want different type of payment plans, I have your information on hand. Then they're like, oh my gosh, yes. Here, come sit down. Let me, let me, t- you need to talk to this loan officer. You need to talk to this person. Let them roll out the red carpet for you. You know what I mean? Let them do whatever you want. And then once they give you the, the stuff, they're probably going to give it to you in a folder of flyers, papers, things like that, their business cards. Then say, thank you. This looks like enough. I appreciate it. Do you, you know, would it ever be okay if I combine give you guys some of our information as well too? Now, in the history of history, nobody's ever said like, no, I don't want your stuff. Just take my stuff, <laughs> right? <laughs> They're not going to yeah. say that. Let They're me help able-
1: you, but we're not going to help you.
0: Yeah, yeah. They're okay. going to say like, yeah, definitely. Come by, give your stuff. Bring us your stuff. Go to your car and get the stuff. And you want to have it somewhere that unless you really are right next to them, get it get it from your car, right? Because so many times this has happened to us and so many members in our, and our um, community is where... They'll go to the practice. Something happens, right? They get a phone call, whatever, blah, blah, blah. They come back maybe like an hour later, two hours later, or maybe they come back the next day. The person's not there anymore, right? And then now you're, they're like, what is this information? What do you need it for? Who?" What? You know, people are lost. So yeah. I recommend cut that time in half, like as, as short as possible. As as possible. Yeah. yeah, just go to the back, go to the car, grab like a couple flyers, right? A couple hygiene kits. I always recommend never more than five, even if like, this is a corporation and you're like, well, corporation strategy is different. So we'll go talk about that another day. But like, if you're going to the car, get some hygiene kits, flyers, right? And here's the key. You want to come back and then say, thank you guys so much. Here's some information for you guys. And what I wanted to do, or what my team and I wanted to do is give all the employees here and their families an incentive, right? And that's where you have like an actual tangible sign-up sheet, number one to 10, best time to reach or name number, best time to reach you at or call or text message. Right. And then you're just going to have the incentive on there. A lot of the times the incentives we give out is free whitening. Um, But everybody's different, right? We have members who don't give anything out for free. They're just like, if you need a dentist here, then they're going to be like, cool. Thank you so much. Then you ask them, when's a good day to come by and pick it up. And here's where you'll determine if it's going to be a good partnership. If They're like, you can come by tomorrow. Then, you know, it's probably going to see like one or two names. But if they're like, you know, come by next Monday. Next Monday is a good time, like around this time. Then you're like, oh, you have some people in mind. You're thinking about everybody, right? So, okay, I'll come back next Monday. And that's your second date, right? Mm-hmm. And you continue to build this rapport. You continue to go grab the sign-up sheet say, thank you, awesome, cool. Maybe grab more of their information. You're going to call them, get them to come on in. You're getting the employees now to come on in, right? Um, bank tellers are huge. They, they care so much about their cosmetics. So, I mean that's just the bank strategy but do you see how like you didn't spend any money like doing it's a conversation it's it, and
1: and and i have been literally in parking lots with dentists before with, side by side and looking at the businesses right across from them like, okay let's go and and talk to them and they're literally having a panic attack <laughs> right beside me i'm sure yeah. you, I, I mean I, i'm not sure how you execute your your services. And, and maybe we should get into that, but like uh, literally it's, a, it's almost a sweat factor instantly. And I'm like, dude, yeah. just, just relax. Like it's going to be fine. Everybody needs a dentist. Right. And, and why not you? And so uh, I, my favorite thing about what you just said is, is the approach. The, the approach is key because, because my, one of my favorite things is the word, how it's such a powerful, word, mm-hmm. how, right? In negotiation, how can I get there or help, help, help me understand. It's, it's very non-intimidating, but it, it also is, is very uh, powerful. And so, um, mm-hmm. so how can I help you guys? You started that conversation with a very um, uh, unselfish motivation to get information from that bank, about them. Everybody wants to talk about them. They're in their jobs. They're, they got their gear on. They're ready to talk to people about loans. You just said it, right? Mm-hmm. So you're, you're giving them that opportunity. And then you're asking them afterwards, after you truly understand what they're trying to do, uh, then you're going to ask for what you want. So it's, it's the easiest icebreaker, right?
0: Yeah. It's reciprocity. But that's the thing, Michael. Like, I think you, hit it. You got to be simple guys. Like you got to be as casual as possible. Like almost as if like, you're, you're just coming back from lunch and you're passing by like, Oh, look, I've always meant to pass by this chase really quick. I'm just going to go in just really fast and ask them. You know what I mean? Like, like that. Not like, Oh my gosh, I got to put on a tie suit, clipboard, everything. Make sure. No, not like that. You got to make <laughs> sure. Like that. Yeah. Not. You want to just be like super casual as possible. And then execute execution is, is so it's everything. You know what I mean? It it it
1: totally is. I um, for those of you that um, you know, Michael and I are on on Zoom right now, so you can check us out on YouTube and actually watch uh, our 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 stupid faces talking. But um, <laughs> um, so join us on on YouTube if you if you're really uh, interested. But um, I. I, I love that, and, and I think, I think sim- simplicity is, is definitely the key. The, the other thing that I love about your process that really that I honed in on when listening to you in a, another episode of, with a different podcast was um, one of the things that I always remember when I was in sales before where I'm at today, been in sales my whole life, was the, the leave behind, right? And like you said, less uh, upfront is, is, is always better. Because mm-hmm. it leaves you an opportunity to come back. Uh, I, was, I was a banker, ironically, we keep talking about banks. Everybody knows my background, and, and I was at a bank. So, you know, if you're trying to work somebody in, in trying to build a relationship, is a better way of saying that, then you need excuses to go in. Because you mm-hmm. can't just walk in every time and say, hey, I just passed them by, i never seen you guys before. You can use that one time. <laughs> you yeah. Know? You can use that line one time that's it the first time mm-hmm. the next time okay i love your process it's the sh- sign up sheet the next time it might actually be giving something mm-hmm. the next time the next time it might be uh, whatever but it's it's the repetition it's uh it's the touches it's the touches so that's what i love about your program is, is you have to be you have to have a strategy and you have to have a multiple touch program
0: right yeah yeah it. No, exactly. Like, and that's the thing. Like, so many times when I would go to, like, let's just say coffee shops or anything like that, or or let's just say the bank, right? I would, the third time, I'm like, hey, I'm just back here to pick up some more information. I didn't need more information, but I just grabbed some, right? Like, it's not like it's coming out of their paycheck. So I was like, yeah, let me have some, like, a little bit more business cards. I'm going to put it in the hygiene kits that we give out at an event coming up, right? And they're like, oh my gosh. Yeah, definitely. Thank you so much. And you're creating more rapport. You're talking to them and be like, oh, by the way, you know what? We're doing this this month just for this month. We're just offering this. I'm going to leave a sign-up sheet for you guys, right? Boom. And then, you know what I mean? People sign up for, for the month. Although it's a thing that you've done all year long forever, like $100 off Invisalign. You can just let them know that that time, right? And then people come in. So, yeah, you are building a ton of uh, rapport, but it's all about because you're building a relationship. So there's a lot of dating going on. You know what I mean? Like you got to continue to see each other and and mm-hmm. and they got to get familiar with you and you got to get familiar with them.
1: I, yeah, it's perfect. I, that's that's um, it's my favorite. So yeah, it, it is a relationship. Here's my next question, Michael. So we're talking about like popping into Chase, or we're talking into popping into smaller businesses. Um, I want to talk about membership plans because I utilize membership plans in these conversations a mm-hmm. lot. So don't let me forget that before we end end today. But Let's talk about official partners before we get to memberships. And what I mean about official partners is what is your idea or what are your thoughts about like approaching a company, maybe a corporate as maybe you called it, um, and actually putting together a program where it's official, where uh, like I'm, I'm working on something right now for a pedo mm-hmm. in California where we actually are partnering with the zoo and we might give away one year membership if you're a new patient and if it if it actually pencils. So that the zoo's selling us and we're selling them and it's it's an official program. Do you have any strategies or ideas or maybe that's a terrible idea? Well, give, give me your thoughts on like those official part, partnerships. Do, do you like them? Are they harder?
0: Uh, yeah, it is harder because like it also kind of, uh, well, it depends on like what the terms and conditions are, right? As far as that. But I mean, I'm not against it at all, right? Like, I think that's a great thing you want to partner up with. You can utilize it to your advantage, right? You can say like, hey, we're part of the zoo, blah, blah. You can see how you can poke around more um, with that type of partnership and be like, hey, you know what? When do you guys have like a busy zoo day or something? Could we ever just... Set up something small in the entrance for like the busy hours, and just give out information to the people. Like, hey, look, I know you guys are coming in. Here's like your tickets and and a pamphlet, right? And then your information as well. Um, and then have a sign-up sheet there and be like, hey, this month is you and I decided to partner up, and we wanted to do this, right? Like, you once you have the partnership, perfect. So like, if you create a partnership, it's beautiful. See where else you can go with that, where you can actually like be there talk to people, see, I mean, how convenient would that be? You know what I mean? Especially with your pediatric practice, your kids going in there and like, oh my gosh, there's a, there's a doctor right there. Really quick, Billy, let me just talk okay. to them. Let me open your mouth, open your mouth really fast. Like I want to <laughs> show them something, right? Like that happens all the time. So, I mean, that would be huge. And I, I think that's something we got to think about is like how, once you get your foot in the door and you, you're building this relationship, what else can we be doing where we can actually get Names and numbers. And, and that's the thing. I think clear uh, intent leads to alignment. And if you're just vague direction, that produces misalignment every time. So if you're just like, we have a partnership, what is the zoo doing? You, you never were clear, right? But if you're like, okay, my clear intent is like, I'm going to try and get 10, at least 10 people this month from the zoo right? I'm a partnership. Let me see what else I can do. Hey, could we, we're partnered with you guys. Could we just set up a really small thing? You know, we're not selling anything. We're not doing anything. We just wanted to give out more information and it's freebies for them, right? Let's like February, isn't it like national health
1: value? It's value for you. It's value for you. And it's value for me. It's
0: it's a win-win. It is. It's a total win-win. So I would definitely, no partnership is a bad partnership unless you just leave it there, right? I think it can be a good partnership if you decide to get the the ball rolling and like start seeing what else you can do with their customers, their employees, their people, you know? Yeah. It's
1: another reminder that even when you score a great opportunity with a zoo, as big as the zoo is with the kids program, you have to penetrate it deeper than just saying we're partners with the zoo because (laughs) it's what you're doing with the opportunity, uh, the access, you know, if you, uh, there's so there's been so many partnerships I've put together that weren't great partnerships and it's because you didn't take advantage of the opportunity once you did you got the signature,
0: <laughs> yeah, but
1: you didn't take advantage of the opportunity
0: right yeah so, exactly, yeah, yeah, and I think uh, like a lot of the times like like are you paying for that too or no like are they paying for the uh, zoo
1: so i i don't actually, now that I think about it, it's a, it's a museum. It's like one of those science and technology museums for kids. Mm -hmm. It's a kid's Mm -hmm. science and technology or whatever. And their membership was like 150 bucks for the year is super cheap. And I was just like, well, you're, you know, you could do a print, you could do a mailer, you could do Google AdWords, you could do all these things, you know, statistics say that the cost of a new patient acquisition is going to be somewhere between two to $300. So if you put a partnership together with a museum and it's going to cost you a hundred bucks and they're going to send you patients, that's a win. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so yeah, there's the cost if, if it actually does get executed. So um, why, where were you going with that?
0: Uh, Cause like, I know for a lot of startups, like the, uh, at least I get this question almost like a couple of times a week, like, Hey, there's this biz- there's this event happening or something at the zoo or some whatever. Right. But it, it's a sponsorship fee and I have to pay like a thousand. Or two thousand, or something like that, right? Or like a community college is doing a thing thousand. I don't, I don't think you should. I don't think you should pay and, and sign up. You could if you want to, if you feel like, yeah, I need to. Um, a lot of the times we 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 do still to today, uh, is we just go in there as an attendee because it's free for the attendees, right? And we just start getting all the vendors' business cards, all the vendors' information, talk to them for like about five minutes, say, okay, cool, we're the dentist right down the street, we're the dentist right down the street, right? Yeah, cool. The next day, I just go to their place of business and I'm like, hey, remember me? What's up? Yeah. Thank you so much for your information. Thank you. for. I wanted to give you some of our stuff, too. You know what I mean? Oh, awesome. And then I leave them a sign up sheet, too. Right. And then their employees sign up. But I'm actually like penetrating more, digging deeper. Right. I didn't have to pay to try and get people walking by towards all the vendors, although that's still good. But at the same time, like I, you don't have to pay is what I'm trying to say. Right. You, there's, there's many ways to work around this.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, uh, we are not paying uh, on this particular opportunity, but uh, I, I love what you're saying because I, d- folks, do you, do you notice how Michael's talking about the business, the small business play? This isn't, this isn't fishing, particularly for patients walking in the street or at the zoo that are coming up to your booth, you know, zoo mem- attendees, Michael's whole strategy, and he's got lots of strategies. This is just one, I'm sure, but it's, it's, it's approaching those small businesses. So it's a perfect transition point in, in how I utilize a membership plan.
0: Mm-hmm. How
1: many companies don't have dental insurance? Okay. Wow, yeah. I, next level doesn't it? as a consulting firm, we don't shame on us. Well, we've got plenty of dental clients that can help our employees. <laughs> that's a bad example. But <laughs> the, the, the point though is, There's so many CPAs, Uber drivers, restaurant workers. We talked about Chase Bank workers. That's a bad example, but people don't have benefits. And so why not partner with a local dentist? Why not structure a deal with an HR director or a small company CEO of some sort and structure a deal where you're serving those, their employees? Maybe they pay for it. Maybe they don't but membership plans are my absolute favorite for that. Michael, thoughts about that? Is that is that another strategy in, in your in your approach?
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like I lately it's 100% like I've been like big on on membership plans as far as like there's a lot of people, a lot of practices we talk to that want to start dropping PPOs, right? And um 100% feel you. Like there's the fees are changing, you know what I mean? Uh, things are happening and they're they just think of like insurance as like a a coupon, a marketing, it is just marketing insurance. So you make a coupon and you say, this is going to happen. You're going to get this much a percentage off every time for the rest of your life, as long as you have this. Right. And so like, you're kind of like, dang, I don't want to do that, but I have to, to get new patients. Right. So that's where the in-house membership kind of plan kind of comes in. For example, my editors, they're like, Mike, do you know any, any, uh, uh, dentists in like the Portland area where, uh, they, accept, they have in-house membership plans. And I'm like, yeah, we've interviewed a couple of me. Goes, you know what I mean? And he, that's what he was looking for. You know what I mean? Like straight up. And he's an editor. So I was like, cool, awesome. <laughs> so I think it's huge. There's a ton of businesses, guys out there. And there's a lot of them who, even even if they, like, for example, here in California, we have like In-N-Out, we have um, other places like Starbucks and stuff where they're like, you know, I want to step off of this because I need, I don't want it to come out of my paycheck all the time. I want to stop taking their insurance, Um, some people, and then I just want to have an in-house membership plan, right? There's a lot of, like I said, hotels, there's small businesses, there's um, part-timers everywhere, right? Where the manager is nice enough to be like, come in, do a lunch and learn, and I want you to present this to our team. But you also want to make it seem like it was their idea. Like when you're at that meeting, you want to be like, he brought us in and he's like, we I, make a deal with our employees. So what we decided to do was this for you guys, right? And then they're like, "Oh my gosh, I love our manager. He's so great. He gave us some uh, uh, insurance plan." And you're like, "Yeah, he did. He he made this for you guys, right?" And then the manager loves you too. So yeah, there's I, I there's an opportunity.
1: So so manipulative, but so smart. So smart. It's got to be their idea. I'm joking, but it's <laughs> got to be our. Uh, when it's somebody else's idea they're gonna follow through with it we always say it at, uh, as, as dental coaches and consultants if, if we come into your office and tell you all what to do what to do yeah you're gonna maybe take 10% of it away but if we came up with the solution together you're gonna to, you're gonna take hold of that change and so um, I love that um, and so getting them to think about it, it's another huge. Huge tip. So membership plans, I uh, get, and, and by the way, get creative, right? So if you have a membership brochure, why not create a membership brochure for another company, put logos on it, put yeah. the, you know, like there's nothing, quit boxing yourself into the resources that everybody else uses. Uh, I have literally created brochures for our clients that have that, that company's logo on it, and it's their program, well, it's the same as everybody else's program, but just because their brochures on it, they're feeling like that's their their company's uh, dental package right mm-hmm. so get get creative uh, with that um, perfect, perfect, perfect. What else, Michael? what am I missing? Um,
0: um, one thing I, I, I want to kind of touch on that you kind of alluded to a little bit uh, uh, in the beginning was when you're standing next to a dentist and they're like physically nervous right they're like i can't do this i can't go in there um guys like i know it's it's nerve you might have to do it at the beginning right then you can eventually delegate that to your front office team member right someone who's bubbly outgoing they're a go-getter that's who you want to delegate it to but if it's you like i think you When you're in that position, when you're like it's now or never, like you you really have to, right? You really have to start building this relationship with the people, and it's all about that confidence. And there's YouTube videos of me doing this. I strap a camera on myself, and I'm like, I'm gonna walk into the LA Fitness and just see what happens, right? I'm gonna walk into this apartment and see what happens. So you guys can Google it. Like there's videos. I'm so nervous still, right? But. If you sit there and start thinking about it, and you're like, what can happen? What if this happens? What if that happens? Oh, Then you're not going to do it, 100%. You're going to be like, oh, you know what? I'm going to just do it the next day. But if you're just like, there's that Mel Robbins rule, five-second rule, right? Where you're like, oh, you just got it." if I'm at three seconds and I'm still thinking about it, I better hurry up and go. So just go, do it. It's practice. It. It's a muscle, right? You got to grow it. And then, I mean, when you're at, we have members in our community where they're like at Target they're in the cash register and they're getting new patients. They're getting the cash register, right? They, it just becomes a muscle wherever you go, you start bringing in these uh, people. And that's that's the goal for you, right? I want to be able to be like, oh my gosh, how did you get in there with, with you? And it, like Costco, for example, Costco is huge. I don't think a lot of people understand if you have a Costco near you, like, They allow you to set up a booth in their break room while people are always coming in, taking breaks and everything like that. You can be there for like five to six hours just setting up there. You can do that in the post office too. They allow you in the mornings to set up a little booth and people come in like, what do we have here? Oh my gosh, it's a toothbrush, toothpaste, right? But then they're like, oh, I've been looking for different, you know, I I just got benefits, blah, blah, blah. They allow you to do this. There's so much that businesses allow you to do. We just never ask because we're in our heads and we're like, oh my gosh, they're never going to do it. They're never going to allow us to do it. And just because we get rejected one time doesn't mean six months down the road we might get rejected. We probably talked to the wrong person who doesn't know anything. So we got to wait a little bit and then talk to the right person. So yeah.
1: Nailed it. But know the benefits too. If you are in Costco and they have dental insurance, know Costco's benefits Mm -hmm. because then you can actually talk to them about their own benefits and teach them, Hey, did you know you get three cleanings? Not two. Did you know you get fluoride and night guards? Do you even know what a night guard is? Like that's a benefit you get from Costco. So like know the benefits because uh, you can have real conversations about them. Again, any, anytime you're, you're trying to approach and win somebody's business, you want to talk about them. (laughs) People love to talk about themselves. Oh Uh, yeah. Like let's, let's end on this, Michael. I, I, by the way, money, right? This is exactly what I wanted this interview to be about. And folks, if you're not following this, this dude, you need to. Um, he's got three very successful podcasts. That's how I, that's how I heard him. Um, and so just, just follow this guy. Cause you'll, you'll pick up something every time you talk to him. But um, give me, give me one more thing, Michael, if, you, if you'll let me um, every office that we set up, almost every single one is around residential areas mm-hmm. okay HOAs are so easy to approach the 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 HOAs or or the agents in in the that are selling those houses or condos <clears throat> favorite strategies specifically for residential residential the residential play Get like not, n-
0: not apartments right
1: Maybe apartments, maybe communities, like actual homes. I mean, yeah, to use are different apparently.
0: Yeah, they're they're <laughs> different. Yeah, they're they really really different. All right, really,
1: All right. Really All right. Different. so you're yeah. get granular. So uh, cho- choose one, and and then follow Michael on the other on the other one.
0: Okay, I'll choose I'll choose apartments, just depending on like a lot of the people's uh, because you you're probably gonna get a little bit more out of apartments. So like for example, you go into an apartment, um, you can even call. You can call and actually, yeah, just right now if you want. As soon as you finish hearing this, press pause and do this. So like you're going to call an apartment, right? You're going to Google luxury apartment near me or whatever is your zip code, luxury apartment, find one, call them and then say, hi, I was wondering if you guys have new move-in packets. So that's new move-in packets. Uh, they might either say, yes, we do. They might say, no, we should. Or they might say, well, what, what is that? Right? New move-in packets. Then you're going to say, oh, it's like a thing where you guys give new move-ins information like you know, about the apartment, maybe stuff around the community. Then, oh, our new move in folder or whatever they call it, right? <laughs> yeah. Totally. And then you're like, yeah. Ding. Yeah. 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 Then the, you're going to be like, yeah, definitely. Yeah, we do have that. Oh, awesome. Would it ever be okay if we could participate in that? We just give, like, you know, the new residents there a bunch of free stuff if that's possible, like, you know, whatever you want to mention, right? Any free incentive, you say free or just a new move in pack. I mean, a new move in hygiene kit or whatever just flyers, right? They're going to be like, yeah, definitely. Come on by, drop it off or whatever, right? You can even do this in person. So then you go by, you drop it off, try and do that in the shortest amount of time as possible, right? Let them know, okay, I'll be there like in 10 minutes, 20 minutes, right? I'll be there right now. You go, you drop it off. I mean, you go, you walk in. Hi, I'm Michael, right? I'm here to give you guys some of the information. Cool. You give them like your flyers. Now, this is where I, I really like what you said, Michael, is like where you want to make it tailored maybe to them, right? And it can say for the new move-ins, right? It doesn't have to say for the new move-in specific apartment. It can just say for new move-ins, welcome to the family or welcome to the community, new move-ins. And then that's the flyers, right? And then you're going to give them maybe five to six flyers. Don't give them a hundred, give them like five to six, then bring like five to six hygiene kits for them, right? Then you're like, here's here's some information. Um, or here's some of our flyers and here's some hygiene kits. And at the same time, what I wanted to do, just as a thank you, just as a thank you for letting us do this, is I wanted to give the employees here, boom, an incentive. Then you can leave a sign up sheet with them, right? And then say, just put your name and number down. I'll just give you and your families this specific incentive and whatever the incentive is, right? And they're like, oh my gosh, cool. Thank you so much. Yeah. And then as soon as you are about to leave, because remember, you only gave them five flyers. So you have a reason to come back. You're like, hey, I know next week five flyers are going to go by like crazy. So, like, I'm going to bring more, right? But when you're about to leave, you say, hey, I was wondering, by any chance, do you guys do events for your residents? And almost every single apartment, especially luxury apartment complex, does like wine and cheese day, pet day, pool day, whatever, right? And they're going to be like, yeah, we actually, we, we do. We do do events. Cool. How can we participate in that? How can we give all the residents here just a bunch of free toothbrushes, toothpaste, floss, things like that? Cool. Set up a booth in our next wine and cheese day. Awesome. Cool. We'll be there, right? Now you have, an event to be at, right? Where you're talking to the residents and everything like that. You're signing people up. You're showing your face in front of new move-ins. You're coming back to pick up the sign-up sheet as well for the employees who signed up. So you're three, three things going on in one complex. Yeah. So imagine that. doing this with every single apartment complex. Mm-hmm. Like, it is going to be good. It
1: can't, it can't be too easy. It can't be that easy. I mean, it can't be,
0: but it is. It is. <laughs> it is. It's pretty, it I, is I want everybody to try that if, if you can you guys, please.
1: I, guys, I, I am so big in being a business owner. Like you guys are so good at being clinical, so good at what you do. You're so smart at it. You, what you guys aren't good at is business and what we're talking about is business. It's it's having conversations, it's it's being a community vendor, it's it's supporting the community, it's doing deals, it's having conversations. I know that it doesn't come natural, but it's what you have to do. Every great organization has great salespeople. Anybody that's selling stuff has great salespeople or has some sales process of some sort. Sales is just as important as fulfillment. And too many people think, uh, my clients, think that if you're a great fulfiller of the product or maker of the product, that you're going to be successful. We all know many amazing dentists that do amazing work have failing companies. We know those Mm. people. We also know the other extreme crazy salespeople, but not good dental, but Michael and I can't fix if you're a bad dentist, (laughs) we can't fix that. But what we can do is we can help you be better business people. And that's just simply getting out of your comfort zone, having great conversations, trying to do deals and, 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 agreements and have partners and hell invite them over for dinner. Like have a, have an open house just for influencers in the area. I mean, once you get on that level with people, you, you know, it's, it's great. So I, mm-hmm. this has been a treat, man. Uh, this has been a treat. It final, final closing thoughts, man. I, I, it's exactly what I wanted for my, my peeps.
0: Yeah, no, I appreciate it, man. Thank you for having me. Um, truth Ah, uh, Michael, guys, is good at business. me, i I suck at business too. So like <laughs> I have so much, I'm just good at asking questions. So I just go deeper and nosier and nosier and this is what happens. So, um thank you guys so much for for listening to and keep listening to Michael. It's a really, really great podcast, man. I appreciate everything you're doing for for all of us here. you know what I mean? like it's it's really, really great stuff. Um and yeah, that's basically it.
1: All right. I'm going to have all his, his info below uh, links, websites. Um, Follow this dude. I'm I'm telling you, follow him. You'll pick something up. Um, You'll be a better business owner. It's just, again, I'll stress it. Just, you know, everybody relates business to financials and, you know, the collection reports and adjustment reports and all the dailies that you should be pulling. Yes. That is absolutely business that you need to learn. But this is the other part of business that you need to also learn and it's marketing and uh, marketing and financials go hand in hand. So uh, Mm -hmm. anyways, follow this dude. Thanks for following me. Um, Stay tuned. The Encore series will continue. And uh, Michael, again, it's been a real treat, brother. I I appreciate you and um, everything you're doing. So thanks again.
0: Uh, Thank you for having me, man. Talk soon. Talk soon. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week for another truth-filled episode of Startup Uncensored.